0: Welcome listeners to another episode of Aging Fearlessly. I'm Karen Sander. I'm very excited today because I have a guest I've only just met myself. I was introduced to her through a friend of mine who said, you've just got to interview Paula. Now, Paula is 72. She is really amazing and she's not a very big woman. She's actually very slight She's a journalist. She's won a Walkley Award when she was working for Clio. She's also been the author of a couple of books which we'll talk about through this hour. And the thing about Paula is she's a fitness enthusiast and she developed a passion for weightlifting. And today we're going to talk about the benefits of staying fit and healthy through exercise and for her particularly through weightlifting. Welcome, Paula. Hi. It's so great that you've come to speak with us today and your surname is Goodyear, so it's yep. Paula Goodyear. Paula, tell us a little bit about yourself first of all.
1: Well, I'm, a, I'm English. Um, I'm a journalist. I arrived here on a ship in the 70s uh, Worked at the Sydney Morning Herald, um, then went on to Clio as deputy editor, and then started having kids, and that's when I started freelancing. And uh, gradually, I did more and more health stories, and ended up specialising in health, writing about health, um, especially in nutrition and fitness, and. I guess I started to practice what I preached, <laughs> and that's how I got interested in, first of all, in running, and and then later on into into strength training, lifting weights.
0: It's very hard to write about something
1: that you don't practice. It is, but uh, it is. But the great thing—this is one of the great things about being a journalist—is you. You get to learn about lots of different stuff. You know, you're often sent off to do a story on something that you know nothing about. And so you've got to learn about it So you have quickly. to research. You've got to research it. And so it was with, you know, writing about fitness, which I suppose people started getting interest in fitness in the 80s Jane Fonda, I remember all that? Yeah, leg, I
0: do. Leg warmers. And here, I'm gonna say here,
1: the Rankin sisters. The Rankin sisters. They're still
0: going. I know. I met someone recently who was house sitting a house next door to one of the Rankin sisters. And I said to this friend, don't you remember them? And she didn't. And I went, oh, my goodness. They had the best leotards and the best tights
1: and the best, what do you call those, long leggings? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And they were on the curly hair. And they still, well, I haven't seen them for a couple of years, but I wrote a story about them about maybe three years ago because they were starting to do these bar classes, you know, using a bar. Oh, like
0: ballet bar. Yeah,
1: at, at Mossman and... Yeah, they were, they were fabulous. So they're a, great, you know, they're a great ad for fitness. Where were we? What were you saying? Oh,
0: you were saying about Jane Fonda. And... Yeah,
1: yeah. So the more I started to learn, the more useful getting fit started to sound. So I started doing a bit of running and, you know, not much, but just a little bit. And uh, and noticed that, you know, your body just seemed to sort of, yeah, stay in shape a lot better. Well, I have to say about running, you just didn't do a little bit of running. You did a bit of... Long running. Oh, I did do. Oh, I did do a half marathon, and I signed up for this half marathon. I thought it was a fun run. I didn't know that it was twenty one point five k's. I thought, how am I ever going to do that? Um, But it's like anything. I started out doing like twenty five minute runs. I suppose. Um, no, I didn't start out doing that. I mean, like when I first started running, I started running to the corner of the street, and then you build it up. You you know, you run for five minutes, then you know, the next week you run for a few more minutes, a few more minutes, and that's what you do when you want to run a half marathon. You just keep adding on a kilometre a week. You know, I trained you know over quite a long period until I could confidently do it. But most of the time, I don't. I haven't got time. <laughs> I haven't got time to run for twenty one k's. Well.
0: Yeah, time, definitely, yeah. because, you know, 21Ks just doesn't happen in half an hour, does
1: it? No, but even now, you know, my passion is lifting, but I still like to run and I think it's great. Once when I was writing, I was writing one of my books, I got to know a woman who started running. This was for too. Are you familiar yeah, with Cantu? actually, Can2? I'm... Trekking match picture with Cantu. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, she started with Cantu and she started running at the age of 67. And I think when she was 70, she did the bridge run. So I think we shouldn't limit ourselves and think, uh, okay, now I've got to a certain age. I can't do this you don't know <laughs> no. you know i think we can all do more than we think we can
0: it's saying you don't know what you don't know you don't
1: know what you don't know and i also think that we shouldn't yet yeah, we
0: have limited beliefs we in shouldn't
1: ourselves. have limited beliefs in ourselves and i think that does happen a bit i think it, i don't think it's as bad as it used to be i think aging now has got a better sort of, you know, it's got a better look (laughs) than it used to have. Well, I like that, a better look, yeah. I think a lot of the old stereotypes are sort of falling away. But there is still this idea that if you're over 55, you should be walking. Well, yeah, you should be walking, but that doesn't mean that you can't do something else. And I don't think it means that you can't try to run if that's what you want to do and and your knees are all right and... Yeah. Yeah, And it's it's a very much
0: an individual thing, isn't it? Because if your knees aren't right, well, you're not going to go out and run, but
1: there's lots of other things you can do. Yeah. 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 That don't involve running. Yeah. 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 And I think if you can just keep, yeah, just, you just got to keep your body moving because that's what it was designed to do. Absolutely. I agree entirely. You said that you were going out
0: to do this run. You're, I think I've written something down here that. You didn't really know what 21
1: kilometres was like? What, no, I had no idea. And so I started from a very low base. I'd never run for more than five kilometres. I just, you know, I just kept extending the length that I ran every week until I could do it. And, you know, the best thing about doing it was that I got across the finishing line. But the next best thing was seeing the woman in front of me who was older than me and I was about 50 then when I did that. This woman was at least 60 and she she got through she got across the fishing, finishing line, you know, before me and she jumped up in the air and she was punching the air with her <laughs> fist and I thought she's 60. I want to be like I, you know, that's yeah. what I that's what I want to be. Excited S- and yeah. thrilled and you know at I want but at that age yeah. I want to be able you, she was she was amazing, but she wasn't the only one. I remember both times when I did this half marathon, there were people overtaking me. I wasn't going very fast on <laughs> my dad, but there were people overtaking me who were older than me. So yep. It, it can be done. It can it's be ama- done. And you you
0: know it's a bit of mind over matter. Keep the light on. Keep the, the light
1: on. Oh right, yes. Keep the light on. <laughs> you chose the song. I did. <laughs> what do you like about keep the light on? well, I just love the Wicklands and I just love the song. I really like the message. I think this is the message. I, I think what he's singing about is hanging in there with people, keeping the light on, even though they're difficult. Especially when you get to this age, you know, you've met quite a few difficult people in your life. Just and, a few. <laughs> just a few. And sometimes people can be difficult, but... Somebody has to hang in there with them. And, yeah, that's what I like about that song. Well, let's
0: see what the message is. We can have a good listen <laughs> to this and uh, see what they're singing about. The 8.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Welcome back. Today I have with me Paula Goodyear, and we're going to talk about the passion she has found in weightlifting or strength training training. Paula, can you help us understand how this whole process of weightlifting, strength training came
1: about and when it came about for you? Okay. First, I'll explain what the weightlifting I do isn't. It's not the same as bodybuilding, which is when people sort of tr- train with weights in such a way as that they really quite dramatically change their body. And, you know, you see those people in competitions with oil bodies and... Bikinis yeah. and high heels. Well, and that's not, that's, not what I, that's not what I do. This is strength training, you know, for strength and function. I mean, it does make your body look better as well, but, you know, the main thing is sort of strength and function. And I guess where it started was at some point in the 90s. I think I was in my early 40s. And I was already running, and somebody started a local f- fitness class at the at a local community centre. They were they were using little dumbbells and yeah. trained with dumbbells. Went, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was in the winter, so I did this through the winter. Summer came round, it got hot. I went and put on a tank top, and I discovered I put this tank top on, and I had muscles. I had, I had these. I, my shoulders look great. You know, because sometimes you put your clothes on in summer and they don't quite quite as good as they did the summer before. But, you know, they look, you know, I got these defined arms and I thought, God, this is great. I'm on something really good here. So I ended up joining a gym and doing, you know, doing fitness classes. And then I started doing classes that involved lifting barbells Mm -hmm. and then. I was in my mid 40s by then and I found that, you know, I, you know my body just stayed in really good shape. And so at the beginning it was all about vanity. It was all about looking good in a tank top. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> I must say though that looking good in a tank top has a flow on effect
1: of making you feel good. It does. Boy, it does, and I was no longer fighting with my with my midsection. You, you know how, you know, like a lot of women, you know, you always feel you're getting a bit squidgy around the middle, and you think, you know, God, I'll have to go and do 150 punches. I didn't have to do that when I was Weightless. When I was, it just, it all, just everything, your body seemed to sort itself out, and also loved the feeling of strength. I loved being able to lift a weight above my head. And I use the same approach that I did with my running. I would just add a little bit more weight on when I felt a bit stronger and then I'd add a little bit more and yeah, just got stronger and stronger and just felt better and better. Well
0: the importance of that too is if you start living lifting heavy weights and your body's not ready for it,
1: you'll cause an injury. Oh you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to do that, but I think that's the benefit of working in a class with a good instructor who's going to make sure that you're not going to do yourself an injury I I wouldn't have I wouldn't dream of doing it by myself without having a coach to show me well technique's very important yeah yeah as in
0: running technique is also important all these things have technique yeah and you, you know part of doing anything well is to learn the technique
1: yeah Yeah, but that said, I don't want to put people off starting. You know, if you want to run, for example, if you go online and Google Couch to 5K, there's quite a few sites that will show you how to do that. Isn't it
0: amazing how Google has the answer to most things. It, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: yeah, yeah. It, it, it also has the wrong answers to a lot of things. But. Well, yeah, and
0: the people that get on and think, "Oh, look, I've got a lump on the back of my neck or whatever," and they Google it and find out they've got cancer via Google and it's not the case, it's a little cyst. But, yeah, you know, yeah. it can give a lot of misinformation it as can. well. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got to know when to yes, use it. It's a minefield. It, yeah, it definitely. It's wonderful to have a hobby. I'm well, not a hobby, a passion, whatever you want to call it. How often do
1: you lift weights? Oh well, I you, twi- well at least at least twice a week with a coach. And if I can if I can manage a session by myself, I'll do that. And I'll do what they call a high intensity training. Ah, uh, sorry, high hit. It's called hit. Oh. High intensity interval training. I do one of those classes a week. So that's a group? That's a group thing and it's only 30 minutes and it's a mixture of strength and cardio. Um, and then in between that, I'll just go for little runs around the, the street when I've got time. They're also finding, you know, just short bursts of exercise like short that it just Short bursts of exercise good. are really, really good. And I think the important thing is just to keep doing it. Just don't stop. If you
0: don't move it, you lose it. Yeah, yeah. You've chosen another song, Way Down We Go,
1: Kaleo. Yes. Why did you choose this song? Why did I choose this song? Because I really like it. When I was tasked with finding four songs, my first thought was, oh, God, I've got to have something from Motown. Because when I was growing up, you know, Motown was my... Passion still is. If, if I never listened to anything else except Motown, I, I guess I'd be really happy. But then I thought to myself, when you get to a certain age, it's very easy to get fossilized in your era, you know, yeah. whatever that was. And I thought, I do like music. And this is one that I really love. And I think it sort of reflects my, my thing about not getting fossilized in the, in the, in the 60s and 70s with, with my music, to sort of try and keep learning about You know, current music.
0: Your journalist background is at play all the time. I love the words you use, (laughs) fossilised. It's fantastic. So this is Way Down We Go with Kaleo. Welcome back to 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen. Please go to Facebook and like the page Aging Fearlessly. Paula Goodyear is my guest today. She's a journalist, author, fitness enthusiast, who has a real love of strength training, and she does this through weightlifting. Paula, what are some of the benefits? How's it improved your life? Oh
1: wow! Um, well, I'm really strong. I can do stuff. I I don't get tired. It gives you fantastic endurance physically. I can go all day and not get tired. That's really, you know, and that's really that's really useful. I can lift really heavy stuff.
0: So um, before you go on, you're really strong. Can you tell the listeners how
1: tall you are? Oh, I'm five foot one and a half on the, you know, in the all old in the old yeah. money and 156 centimeters in in metric. So I'm small. And I I weigh about 52 kilos. So when you're saying, when listeners are hearing you say oh, yeah, you're I'm strong,
0: not, you're not a big I'm woman. Hulk, you're sitting no. here in front of me and you've got narrow shoulders, you're really tiny, you just look really fit and healthy and
1: lean, yeah. a healthy weight. Yeah. I can really lift big packs of... Um, Potting mix. <laughs> oh, can, uh, very can beneficial in the garden. <laughs> I can I can lift massive garden pots. I can just do lots of stuff. I don't need help to lift things, or I very rarely need help to lift anything. And I think that is like the most precious thing when you're getting older, because you think that when you're getting older, you're losing your capacity to do things like that, and you become reliant on other people. And I think that if you if you can stay strong, you're resisting frailty, and you know the longer you can do that, the more you can maintain your independence and perhaps the listeners have read or listened before that building strength in your muscles is great, but also bone strength yeah well if you the, the there's, there's such a flow-on from building strong muscles because when you're working to strengthen your muscles, that tugs on the bone and forces the bone to get stronger. So you're also helping to strengthen your bones at the same time. And you know, people become frail. People become frail not because, not just because they become, they get old. Frailty comes from from disuse exactly you yep. know you see people well you sometimes see people my age but you see people you know as they get older struggling to get out of a chair that happens because you start to lose strength in your in the muscle in your lower body yep. and it, it you don't it doesn't have to it doesn't have to happen a lot of the time
0: i agree entirely and you see people who obviously put some time and effort into keeping fit and they don't seem to have the same issues as to people that it's more obvious that they are not doing a lot of exercise and whether they don't like exercise or they haven't found something that they really enjoy doing because I think there are a lot of people
1: that's the case too finding what you like I think, yeah, I think that's really, it's really important. But I think, you know, there's also this mindset, which is starting to change, but you need to take it easy when you get older. And, you know, I think that's just, you you know, you really need to do more, I actually think. And you said something before, ageism.
0: You know, there's so many perceptions about the over 50s, over
1: 60s and onwards that, We can't do things, but we're very capable. I think so. And I think that's starting to change. I mean, I mentioned a while back, you know, Nancy Pelosi, you know, who's the the speaker in the house, speaker in the... God, what is, what's it called in America? I've, it, I've completely lost the it. The Congress. Yes, the speaker in the House of Reps. I, I, I'm, I'm not making sense, but yet yeah, Nancy Pelosi. You know who I mean. Oh, we we'll you. can just. She's 70, She's seventy-eight. She's you know she's the most powerful woman in the United States. Mm-hmm. And you have got Angela Merkel, mm-hmm. and you've got the woman who's who's head of the, um, God, the French woman who's in charge of the financial organization. The name yes, of which yes, I've yes. forgotten. The you look- IMF and. You know, this is yeah, yeah. yeah. These are all these these are women, and they're strong, and they're old. And look, I'm going to add, and she's not old, but Julie Bishop,
0: and she's a real fitness person. She she looks amazing. She's probably a similar build to you, but she runs a lot and does a lot of exercise with a very busy schedule. But people
1: seem to make excuses for why they can't do this. I know. I think that's the sad. I think the sad thing is that you need to be able to hang in there. Long enough to see and feel the benefits, and then you're so motivated a benefit through menopause what happens start to approach menopause when you you know when you get to menopause is that your, your body starts to change because your hormone levels change, and instead of any extra weight sort of settling around your bum and thighs. It starts to settle around the middle. And that's why you often see with older women, you know, they're kind of skinny around the hips mm-hmm. and blown out around the middle, yeah. kind of lollipop look. Yeah. Um, this is what I, I was trying to avoid, I suppose, when I started exercising. I wanted to sort of fend off middle-aged spread. And strength training really does that because if you can build more muscle, it speeds up your metabolism. So instead of kilojoules getting, extra kilojoules getting stored as fat around your middle it gets burnt off i think that's something with men because they have bigger muscle men have more men have more muscle that's why it's easier for them to maintain it doesn't take long to see a difference once you start having
0: strong bones is really important because as we know the older we get if we have a fall
1: it it can become
0: problematic with broken bones yeah
1: yeah so it's really really important at menopause the other thing once you get to menopause, you're really on the doorstep of older age and you need to get in training for menopause. <laughs> and then you need to get in training for older age. The other thing that's great about strength training, I find, is that you don't get that droopy look. Often what's aging about people isn't their crow's feet. It's, it's the slumping body and the stiff walk and if you can stay physically active and, and you know, build a bit of strength, you get strength in those postural muscles. And so you're not a droopy, stiff person.
0: Well, I have a little saying, and it's prepare to age fearlessly and prepare to be visible. But one of my P's in prepare is posture. Yes. And preparing your body to stand tall And I'm very consciously, people often say to me, oh my God, you have such great posture. But I consciously think about my posture and where my shoulders are. I took up pole dancing at 54 and I learned a lot about my posture then, even though my posture wasn't poor, but I learned my posture helped me to do the moves that I needed to do. And using your lats and having your shoulders drop down instead of hunching up,
1: posture is so important. You would build a lot of strength doing... That's another alternative to lifting weights.
0: Oh, my God, because you're lifting your whole body weight.
1: Oh, that's a fantastic way to build your strength. Paula, go and do a class. It's amazing. (laughs) It's so much fun. Yeah. Look, I don't think... It doesn't matter... How you
0: do it, just do it. And people have this whole stigma about pole dancing. All it is is gymnastic and dance on a vertical
1: pole. It's incredibly athletic.
0: It is. And, you know, they're looking at bringing it into mainstream sports like the Olympics. It's an incredibly graceful sport when you see someone do it well. I never did it well, but I could do it. I wasn't graceful, but I could do the moves and... It did build incredible strength. And when you are on the ground and you've got to climb to the ceiling on a pole, it takes a lot of strength. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're shimmying up a pole.
1: That's fantastic.
0: And then you're hanging upside down from up there and you don't let go because it hurts when you fall. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough about me. You just mentioned one of my loves, and I think posture, when you're sitting at your computer, when you're walking down the street, nothing makes you feel better than when you pull your shoulders back, drop them down, put your head up, and you walk straight ahead. And people notice you. Yeah, yeah. It gives you that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the other things, or actually, you know what, we're going to stop right here because you've got another great song here. I don't know this one, but it's the duet from... The Pearl Fishers by Bizet. Bizet. Of course, it's <laughs> French. Oh, Karen Sander. Now you're going to have to help me. Is it Jussie?
1: Oh, you see Burling. You Burling and Robert Merrill. That's it. That's it. And you, you chose want, this. I chose this because my parents uh, my parents were divorced when I was quite young. And so they lived separately. My, I used to go and see my dad, and he had this amazing collection of classical music. And although I like classical music too, I didn't always have the same taste. I, you know, I didn't always like a lot of his stuff. But I did love this duet from The Pearl Fishers. And every time I hear it, like I'm back there with my dad, and I, you know, I can smell. The wood in the cabinet that he kept his LPs. When I when I hear this, and yeah, it's just and it's a sublime piece of it's a sublime piece of music. Isn't it wonderful
0: how even a song can take you to a place, and the smell and everything comes back. It triggers so many emotions and feelings, and it's brilliant, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. Welcome back. You're listening to 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. To find out more, go to the website rnb.org.au. Just then, while you were listening to the song, we were chatting about this song and how it takes you back in time um, to another place. You know, for a lot of people, songs just mean so much and they trigger so many emotions I have with me today, Paula Goodyear, and we're talking about weightlifting and the benefits of strength building um, for not just for women, but for men as well. And so, Paula, during that time, just during
1: that break, we were also talking about preventing illness. Yes. And you know, f- staying physically active is really, really important for preventing illness or managing it once you've, you know, if, you, if you've mm. got it. Um, strength training is really, really good for anybody who's got diabetes or who's been told that their blood sugar levels are getting too high and that they're on the, the doorstep of diabetes. And one of the reasons for that is um muscles need glucose to to yeah. as fuel. And so they're like, you know, they're like sponges sort of soaking up blood glucose. So inactivity is you know can 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 lead you into into type 2 diabetes but um you know strength training can really help prevent it or manage it to manage your blood sugar levels once you've once you've got it the other thing is you know i think most people know by now i hope they know by now that um exercise is is one of the best sort of best things for reducing the risk of dementia do you think do you think most people know that now
0: I think people are learning more and more that um, it is a great um, help to have to be exercising for um, dementia and Alzheimer's and prevention and I think even dancing you know they're finding that the music mm -hmm. and the dance and and dancing's a form of exercise it's just moving your feet to the rhythm and they're even, they've been introducing that into some of the retirement villages and nursing mm. homes
1: and mm. finding huge differences. That's really good that they do that because often people are just sitting there, which, which is a whole other story. Um, yeah, one of the things that they found is that exercise, and I think, I think especially strength training, but I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I know that strength training does it. I don't know whether strength training does it more than um, a sort of more aerobic form of fitness like, you know, walking or running or something like that. It increases the production of something called BDNF, which stands for brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Mm. And it acts like a brain fertilizer. It helps grow new brain cells, and it helps maintain your existing brain cells. So would that also so, be good for parkinsons all of those sort of things? I don't we... think we, I don't think I think th- I think the thinking is is yes because the, parkinsons you know you can help manage parkinsons by being physically active mm. whether it helps prevent it I don't know that that's still in the realm of you know we're not sure yet but there is just so much emerging evidence that that physical activity is really helps really helps the brain in so many ways. Yeah, uh, look for people that don't
0: want to um, do strength training. Just going there's so many places you can go and learn to dance. And I, uh, dance if you want. Aussies say dance. Properly, you know, the the more proper and correct way to say it is dance. But I think that. So many people are enjoying the revival of dance and that's in the Modern Jive, it's in Salsa, it's in Ballroom and it's a really sexy thing to do and you don't have to have a partner. You can go along to the dance schools and they do rotations so you get to meet lots of people. So it's not only just about moving your body and the rhythm of the music, it's about
1: socialising
0: the community.
1: Yeah, and you've got the music as well.
0: Oh, just you know, it's so lovely to to have that you know music and be able to move your body. So there's a couple of other things that we've talked about. What about cancer? What do you know about exercise and and helping with cancer? Is that a something that?
1: Yeah, what we do know now is I think I think last year somebody came out with a somebody some cancer specialists or cancer organisation i forget which one came out with a with a with a statement saying that you know exercise should be part of the the prescription for mm-hmm. you know part of the treatment prescription yep. and they do know now that with breast cancer um strength training improves it improves the chances of not getting another bout it, it improves survival and it improves it reduces the risk of a recurrence yeah so that's what i think most of the evidence is for breast cancer but i think there are, you know there's emerging evidence about other cancers as well and
0: you mentioned earlier how you are really great at moving around and picking up heavy objects and and i think a lot of us try to protect our elderly parents and stop them doing things and lifting things and we should also be encouraging them to do things within their capabilities because the more you take away from
1: them, the less they're capable. Yes, that's true and I'll tell you a funny story here. Well, I don't know whether it is funny. It might sound terrible. My my mother came to live with me and um, quite, quite a long time ago and she needed a new she, – she'd come from England and she needed a TV and we went out and got her a TV and – the salesman said, "Do you want a remote with that?" And I said, "No." <laughs> Did your mum look at you and go, "What are you doing?" Said, and, and I said to my, I said to my partner at the time, "I said I don't want to have a remote because I wanted to keep getting up out of the chair because she'd actually had a, she'd had a condition that had, that had really compromised her m- mobility and she was just starting to get on top of it." And yeah, so poor mum didn't have a remote. Did she ever? you know point that out and i just i was just vague and said oh no no, they didn't you know they didn't have a remote but that's i, I suppose that's just a way of my saying you know that the more you can do to keep older people active better
0: there is another song because we have four songs that um, i've asked you to choose and titanium by david getter
1: yeah this is this is great and and again this is this is part of my philosophy of not getting too too fossilized (laughs) and only and only wanting to to listen to the four tops um titanium was a a track that was in one of the one of the instructors that i used to one of the classes that i used to do at the gym uh, a few years ago this this was a track that kept coming up and like the energy in this music is is quite sensational and I find it quite hard to stay sitting down when I listen to this well there has been a
0: time in this studio that we played a song (laughs) and the three women in the room got up and danced and it was a load of fun so if you want to get up and dance while this one's on be my guest You are listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. We haven't got very long left now, and I'm with Paula Goodyear and we're just having a little chat while the, the song was on and we were talking about what you're entitled to if you are diagnosed with an illness. So
1: Paula This is through your doctor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are lots of ways that you you can get fitter. But if you've been diagnosed with a condition that can be improved by exercise, and there's an awful lot of those, just off the top of my head, there's depression, there's diabetes, arthritis, having a heart condition. If you've been diagnosed with one of these conditions, you can go to your GP and you should be entitled to a number of rebatable sessions with an exercise physiologist who can tell you how to exercise in a way that works for you and will help your condition.
0: Yeah, and you said exercise physiologist. This yes. doesn't mean a gym instructor.
1: No, no. This it, is there's this a is a
0: very big difference between yeah, yeah, someone yeah. trained as an exercise physiologist yep, yep. and someone who is a gym instructor. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is somebody called an accredited exercise physiologist. And you know, your GP should know about this. And yeah, it's great because they can tailor a program for you. Yeah. And
0: again, you can Google where you can find these exercise physiologists and your doctor may even
1: know. Of well, where they if can... you Google ESA, E-double-S-A, that stands for I'm t- I think it's... You're being tested. <laughs> exercise and Sports Science Australia. There's a tool on there which shows you how to find an exercise physiologist in your area. But to get the referral, to get the rebate, you need to start with your GP. But I think there are some GPs that don't know about it. So it's good to bring it up. Yeah, it's probably like along the,
0: along the lines if you do have some... Mental health issues. You can see a psychologist. Yes, exactly. Or it's exactly yeah, it's all the thing. same yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Though, yeah. That that you you are entitled to things, yeah. and it's good to know that those things are out there because most people don't. No, no,
1: they don't. They're not very well advertised, I don't think. Paula, what do you enjoy about ageing? What do I enjoy about ageing? I think I'm wiser. I think yeah. I think I think there's a certain amount of getting of wisdom. And there's something quite nice about having been around for a number of decades that I think you get stuff. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you do. You understand things. I think if you're lucky, you, you acquire resilience. I like that. There are things that I don't like, not many. You know, I don't like the fact that I, I can't. It's, it's harder to drive at night, for example. Oh I've just discovered that <laughs> I don't like
0: that. And there's a big halo in my right eye that yeah. sees the light so I have to wear glasses at night now. Yeah, I don't mm. like that. But apart from that, you know, everything else is pretty is good. Yeah, I agree. And I think I have a self a better sense self sorry, a better sense of self-worth.
1: Oh, definitely because you you asked me during that music break you know, what I might say to my my younger self. That was my next question to you. (laughs) (laughs) And and it would be like, you know, don't think so little of yourself and don't be so scared of stuff, you know, go for it. Because I think once you get older, once once you get to this kind of latter part of your life, there's a certain... I wouldn't exactly say that you're throwing caution to the winds, but, you know, there's a kind of nothing to – a sense of nothing to lose or if I'm going to do this, I'd better hurry up and do it sort of thing. So, yeah,
0: and I think there's a little bit less pressure on yourself when you get, you know, into your, like, your 50s, 60s. You just – yeah, you just go with the flow a bit more, you know. You have this ability to understand. Yes,
1: and – yeah, just be more calm about things. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I put that under the kind of umbrella of of the getting of wisdom. I guess, but yeah, I think that's I think that's true.
0: I think there's just so much pressure on young people, and just trust a bit. Do you trust if you're putting the effort in, and you've
1: got a plan, things are going to go well. Yeah, my mother always used to say to me, and she and she wasn't, you know, particularly old when she said this. She would say this to me when I was growing up, when she was perhaps sort of in her forties. She would say, "Things will work out." <laughs> you know? Oh, Kesarasa, <laughs> you know, yeah, things will things things will work out. I mean, they, and, you know, and they usually they usually do.
0: Yeah, they do, and
1: I think coming to
0: terms with that in your life is a really wonderful thing. Before we go. You have written so many articles for um, the Sydney Morning Herald and other magazines, etc. How do people find these wonderful articles you've written?
1: Look, you just you just Google my just Google my name. Um, just remember to spell it right: G-O-O-D-Y-E-R, Because a lot of people put an A at the end. Y E A R. I, I uh, asked yeah.
0: you on the way here. <laughs> How do I say um,
1: this? But if you Google my name um, um, and. Yeah just Google my names, uh, maybe putting in the Sydney Morning Herald at just SMH, yeah, stuff will, stuff will come up, yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us because you have a wealth of knowledge and it's great to share this time and for you to describe yourself and tell us what you're interested in and how wonderful your life is through strength training. And
1: uh, thanks. My pleasure. And I hope it might inspire a few other people to pick up a weight
0: (laughs) if it inspires one person you know the saying it makes a difference to one person it's all been worth it well here we go with my final song i hope you love my final song paula because i play this to the audience every time we're finishing up so right now it's see you later from karen till next time so this is it for today's program it's time to say cheerio to the wonderful northern beaches community Join me next week for another episode of Aging Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week, and remember, aging is inevitable, and growing old is a choice.
2: The sun is shining bright outside. There's a sparkle in. It's not all nine to fight, it's a wonderful life, let's go and climb mountains high, swim across oceans wide, live out our dreams, just you and me, let your To go get the most out of time. Don't be afraid, like this treasure that you've got to find, baby. Don't be shy. Let's go and take them right. Taste the sweet and the spice, everything nice. Let your Your be a